And good morning and welcome to your Tuesday edition of Transformation Radio. My name is Mark. I'm your host today. We've got some songs to get you going, some scripture to fill your mind with, and a great devotion from Pastor Greg today. First off on the list is Planet Shakers with This Is The Day.
reading is from Luke chapter 22, verses 54 through 23, verse 12. So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home, and Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, This must be one of them, because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. And Peter left the courtyard weeping bitterly. The guards in charge of Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and said, Prophesy to us, who hit you that time? And they hurled all sorts of terrible insults at him. At daybreak, all the elders of the people assembled, including the leading priests and the teachers of the religious law. Jesus was led before the high council, and they said, Tell us, are you the Messiah? But he replied, If I tell you, you won't believe me. And if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated in the place of power at God's right hand. They all shouted, So, you are claiming to be the Son of God. And he replied, You say that I am. Why do we need other witnesses, they said. We ourselves heard him say it. Then the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to state their case. This man has been leading our people astray by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, You have said it. Pilate turned to the leading priest and to the crowd and said, I find nothing wrong with this man. Then they became insistent. But he is causing riots by his teaching wherever he goes, all over Judea, from Galilee to Jerusalem. Oh, is he a Galilean, Pilate asked? When they said that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at that time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus because he had heard about him, and he was hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Then Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Finally, they put a robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. tell y'all something man man I'm not gonna let these material things get in my way y'all I'm trying to get somewhere (laughs) I'm trying to get somewhere that's real and pure and true and eternal Toby can you go with your boy let's go father God I am clay in your hands help me to stay that way through all life's demands cause they chip and they nag and they pull at me and every little thing I make up my mind to be like I'ma be a daddy who's in the mix I'ma be a husband who stays legit And I pray that I'm an artist who rises above The road that is wide and filled with self-love Everything that I see draws me Though it's 
it's only in you that I can truly see that it's a feast full of eyes, a low blow to purpose, and I'm a little kid at a three ring circus. I don't Say they think that it's you, but they don't know that who you are is not what you do. True, we get it twisted when we peek at the charts. Yo, before we part from the start, where's your heart? Hustler, tell me what's your title? America has no more stars, now we call them idols. You said idol, while we teach prosperity, the first thing to prosper should be inside me. Not because of 22 is on the range, but Christ came in range. We said yes, now we change. Not the same, even though I met a fall. Since I got that call, no more song, now I'm all. Yep. Good morning, men. I pray that you guys are doing good. Uh, this is Pastor Delaney, and I'm just checking in today with you here on the radio. Like I said, I hope that the week has found you uh, continuing to advance in your relationship with the Father, uh, advance in your relationships with each other, and uh, that you're continuing to find uh, new hope, new mercy each day uh, that you're with us and with each other. Um, 
excited just to, to share a little bit with you today. But before I do, I just want to uh, just make a statement about how much uh, I appreciate um, what uh, Pastor Doug is doing with all of you. Um, he truly does embody uh, someone who has taken what we're calling in the recovery community as I travel around, shared experience and being able to uh, provide light and energy and hope to you guys uh, on your journey with us. And uh, what I appreciate the most is just his rare combination of uh, a great sense of humor plus his knowledge, uh, being able to uh, do what he's doing, uh, keep such a fresh and positive attitude about doing what he's doing, but more importantly, being able to share what he has learned, uh, both in the classroom as well as life. So uh, thank you, Doug, for that. Um, one of the, the questions that I get asked a lot, especially as folks are moving into uh, longer, uh, I guess, runs, if you will, of recovery, is how do I stay motivated in this walk with the Lord? How do I stay motivated day-to-day, year-to-year, um, to where I want to continue to be growing in my relationship with Jesus. I want to be growing in my service to Him. I want to be growing in uh, my daily walk. How do I keep that from being a grind? And the Bible kind of uh, addresses this a little bit. Uh, in Revelation 2, uh, verse 4, um, the, the question is asked, it says, How do we keep from losing our first love? And you guys are learning, especially from the seven principles perspective, right? Why is principle number one commitment to God? Um, you know, that's that's not by happenstance or coincidence. That is on purpose. That that is your first love. Um, but it is not an easy thing sometimes. You know, when we come to put our faith in Christ, it feels really new. We get the tingly thing. Sometimes coming up out of the creek is more than just the water being cold. We actually experience a physical feeling of beginning our relationship with the Father. And uh, we're changed, and we're excited, and everything in our life seems to be a different color than what it was before. It seems to be the opposite of what it was before. There's a newness and a freshness to everything that I'm doing and saying and learning. And there's just, uh, every day just seems to be a, a different and new experience. But how do you keep that motivation going? You know, how do you maintain that momentum? How do you keep that moving? How do you sustain the Christ-centered life? And I think I've talked about it a couple times on here. Um, but it's to sustain a relationship with anyone. Um, you have to be intentional you know, our relationship with Jesus Christ, it needs to be an intentional one. He is very intentional with us. What does that mean? You know, you got to think about the entire plan of him coming to earth. It all was very intentional. Prophesied for years. The, the time of uh, his coming was intentionally chosen. Uh, he was intentionally placed uh, with Mary and then his walk... Uh, in his years prior to starting his ministry, we're all there to develop him and to, uh, as he grew in wisdom, as the Bible said. So everything that went on was very intentional, and that continued all the way up until his death on the cross and his ascension into heaven. Everything was intentional. And so our intentional relationship that we have with him has been from the beginning. 
when the Father created us, he created us for relationship with him. When he would walk with Adam in the cool of the evening, that was an intentional thing. And so he's doing his part. Uh, he, as Tozer says, makes himself to be ready to be discovered by each one of us every day. I've shared with that shared that with you before. Um, our job is to maintain the motivation and our first love by being intentional, going back the other way. And uh, you guys are getting a culture of that when you're in first phase and a culture of that in second phase to some degree. But are you maintaining it uh, as you uh, migrate into your third phase of time with us? Or even those of you who are listening on fourth phase? Or anybody that's listening from the outside, you know, are you having intentional opportunities of regular time with the Father? Are you opening and spending time in His Word? Um, that's important to sustaining the momentum, to maintaining the momentum. Um, so you guys are really fortunate in that you have one, your Bible's available to you, you have access to the Word when you need it. And so I would encourage you to make sure that you're setting aside intentionally to cultivate your relationship with the Father. But here's the other piece that I think sometimes we miss. When you were brought into a relationship with Jesus, when you accepted Him, when you accepted His intentional you know, embrace of you, you receive something called the Holy Spirit. When we receive the Holy Spirit, we suddenly got a new way to understand what the Scripture was saying to us. But sometimes, especially when we're new at this, sometimes that stuff can seem a little bit, um, the language can be challenging, it may be a little bit hard to understand. And so my encouragement today that as you continue to maintain your momentum is that when you read, you read and you also set time away to pray. Often we'll just read words on the page, and we don't comprehend. And so the Lord has given us this avenue that we can really, even verbally, go to Him and say, Lord, I really don't understand what you're saying to me right here when I've read this in my one-year Bible today, or my one, um, or my daily devotion. What am I supposed to take from this today? The encouraging part is, is that I can go and pray. So what I would say is set not only a time aside just to read, but to pause when you read, and spend some time in prayer while you read, because you want to bring the presence of the Lord into your time with Him. But here's the last piece of the puzzle. And one thing that we miss is that the Lord is integrated into the daily part of our lives. Uh, he awakes every day. He's with us 24-7, 365. I think I've shared with you before in Proverbs that He is wants to provide wisdom to us first thing every day when we awake with Him. But what we sometimes fail to realize is that there's a great likelihood that what we're reading today, what we're being uh, inspired to pray about today, you know, may very well be exactly the word, the message, the, the inspiration that we need that uh, may help us in a divine appointment for the day. Um, you know, the Lord may connect you with somebody that needs what you've just read about. He may connect you with somebody that needs a time of prayer for them. Or he may connect you with somebody that's been heavy on your heart and your mind and you've spent some time thinking about what they've got going on. You've sought it out in the Word and your relationship with the Father. And then you've turned right around and been able to then take that, what you've learned, and give it back to them. So here's what my encouragement is today. If you're starting to feel like you're losing your momentum, 
that you're not uh, totally down with your first love, pause. Remember how intentional the Lord was with you. And then be intentional with Him in your word, in your prayer. And really pay attention because what maybe you've read or prayed about that day is something you're going to need as you two, you and the Lord, walk together. Have a great day, friends. Um, I do love all of you guys very much. And I pray that you have a wonderful day today. In Jesus' name, take care.
And our reading from Psalm today comes from Psalm 95, 1 through 96, 13. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the mightiest mountains. The sea belongs to him, for he made it. His hands form the dry land too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker, for He is our God. We are the people He watches over, the flock under His care. If only you would listen to this voice today, the Lord says, don't harden your heart as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Massa in the wilderness. For there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw everything I did. For forty years I was angry with them, and I said, they are people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Praise His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround him. Strength and beauty fill his sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory he deserves. Bring your offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. Tell all the nations the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest rustle with praise. Before the Lord, for he is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with his truth. Verses 5 and 6. An honest witness does not lie. A false witness breathes lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and never finds it. But knowledge comes easily to those with understanding. And as we're about to wrap things up on this Tuesday edition of Transformation Radio, just want to take a moment and pray for those guys that entered the refuge yesterday. Father God, thank you for those men who made that commitment, who have entered this ministry. Pray that it is uh, beneficial to them. God, and their lives are changed. And most of all, they meet you. And Lord, uh, the Holy Spirit changes them through and through. And that they are different people when they leave uh, when they leave the ministry, God. Uh, take control of their hearts and just uh, don't let them go like you have uh, so many of us, Lord. And uh, we know that your grace is more than enough for what they need, God. And we pray that they rely on that throughout this week and through these coming weeks. In your name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Here's Jeremy Camp with Walk by Faith. And that will do it for this Tuesday of Transformation Radio. We will see you tomorrow.